This episode of the Fabulous Learning Nerds is sponsored by MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Schools can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, win time, activity periods, RTIs, counselor, and teacher appointments, and much more. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash B to learn more and receive $500 off the first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash B-E. And now, a Fabulous Learning Nerds After Show. All right. Welcome, everyone, to a very, very, very special episode of the Fabulous Learning Nerds. This is one of many to come. Fabulous Learning Nerds After Show. We're here with Abby. Daniel Son and Christy Loudon. And uh, Daniel, you had asked me last week why I don't have my own intro. Is that correct? I did. I did. And then you selfishly responded that the intro music was your drop. It was. Yeah. And it was, I don't know if it was selfish. It's just the truth, really, honestly. I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to say it's selfish. Because we're all the fabulous learning. Uh huh. I. Okay, I got it. So, so, <laughs> so I I need to have my own drop. I I think okay, so. Okay, cool. Well, I Abby, Chrissy, tell me, am I wrong? Does Does Scott need his own drop? I mean, Dan, look, I hear you. I'm not saying I don't agree, but I'm a little bit scared to know what he's going to pick as his drop. I think I we should pick his drop. I think that should be our, oh, no. our job. Oh, no, sir. Oh no, no, oh, no, no, no! You got to pick our drops. I think we get to pick your drop. So let drop. me be very fair that I, I paid someone lots of money for all of your drops, Daniel, and uh, you have not heard them all. <laughs> I'm so You should be. I'm so And afraid. Abby's got the best drop in the internet, and I even let Christy pick her own drop, and she picked the coolest one, which I think is great. Um, if you weren't on the show with Christy's, this is her drop. Why? Oh, how it would help if I actually had the volume up. I had to turn the volume down for nefarious reasons. Here's Christie's drop. One, two, one, two, three, four. Sing it. Take it, Christy. Okay, she doesn't know. Do you, do you know I, how that? Do you know if I still that? don't? I'm literally googling it right now. <laughs> Abby, do you know what goes after that? I do not. Daniel? <laughs> I don't uh, uh I don't know oh, all the no, words. Yeah, no. Okay, well you have to do it the right way. So hold on. We'll we'll try it again. Right. And I'm gonna do my best Dan Aykroyd, okay? I'm gonna do my best yes. Dan Aykroyd. Here we go. Uh Christy Lawden's drop with extras. Special on the Fabulous Learning Nerds after show. Here we go. One, two. One, two, three, four. We're so glad to see you wonderful people here tonight at the Palace Hotel Ballroom. And we especially like to welcome all the members of the 
Illinois State Law Enforcement Community who have chosen to join us at the show this time. And remember, people, that matter, no matter what you do to live, drive, and survive, there's just some things that make us all the same. You, me, them, everybody. And then it goes to everybody, everybody. How about that? I did not That's realize you were about to give a speech, Scott. It's not that the speech. Was... That's what Dan Aykroyd says at the, at the uh, beginning of the song. And the Blues Brothers, one of the greatest movies of all time. The world record for the most cars destroyed in a movie ever was like well over 200 cop cars. Until the sequel, right? Oh, God. Did they? How many cars did they destroy in the sequel? Oh, I don't know. I, th- I thought that was like the sequel's big claim to fame was that they destroyed more cars like one or two more they put cars. me to sleep yeah. if that's their uh, claim to fame they did a really good job of that yeah. there's no good that is a sad yeah. claim to fame it is so anyway christy's got the blues brothers intro which is fantastic and i love that dan you got more not safe for work intros that i've got ready for you oh, no. right <laughs> and but i was thinking this is something that i made for um my uh i used to have a really nerdy 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 cast and and so i i was going to use this as my intro what do you think here we go hold on yeah that's pretty metal i guess we don't need no thinking budget. <laughs> I mean, are you supposed to smash your mic at the end? What happens? <laughs> okay. What do you mean, what happens? That was very long. <laughs> okay. It's too long. That I will say, it is absolutely positively too long. That I, uh, 100% too long, which is why I'm not going to use it. But it is metal, and I do love it. And it is, it is, it is a nice mashup of, um, some of my favorite things, um, Godzilla being one of my favorite things. And then, uh, is that what that animal is? I was like, is that a dinosaur? What are, are we you hearing? kidding me? But you didn't un- recognize not. the Godzilla roar. Am I jeopardizing our entire friendship? Over <laughs> you this, have, Scott? Yeah, well, that may have already been in question. I think to begin we're all going to be kicked off of here soon. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> We've got the uh, badges. Oh, the badges. We don't need no stinking badges. Where's that from, Daniel? Oh, my oh, God. I don't know. Pop culture's not Are my thing. Are you kidding me? Well, old, I'm Anybody. sorry. We Anybody. All Abby, failed these pop Christy. quizzes. Oh, if you know what movie that is from, I will send you a $10. I'm not kidding. A $10 Amazon gift card. Email us at learningnerdscast at gmail.com. And Christy, I know you just looked it up. The first person to email the first us. The first person to email there you go, us. Dan. I will send you a Amazon gift card. Holy crap! It's like earlier this week I had a conversation with some of our trainers, and I was like, "Yeah, it's like that movie Bridge Over the River Kwai." Have you guys seen that movie? Christy has not seen that. I have movie. seen Bridge Over the River. Kwai. Oh, thank God! I've seen it. Thank God. Okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Oh. 
I was I was losing my mind. I lost my mind on these people. I'm like, are you kidding me? You've never and then and you know, um coming to Amazon Prime, actually it just dropped last Friday, uh, a bunch of Hitchcock dropped and they said, Well, I I bet you've never seen Rear Window either. And they're like, What's Rear Window? And I, I lost my mind. So Abby, you've got points I've, for Bridge Over River Kwai. I've got one for you though, Scott. My favorite movie of all time, I bet you have not seen and do not know. All right. All right. You ready for this? Wait. The, the Great Race. Oh, I love The Great Race. You've seen, well, of course you've seen it. You've seen everything. The Great Race. Um, who's the bad yeah. guy in that? I mean, the, the mustache twirling bad guy with the big black top hat and everything is fantastic. It's basically a race around the world in cars in like 1930s right. style uh, cars. And it's very campy. That's a great movie. Yeah, it's fantastic. Jack Lemmon, Tony Curtis, Natalie. Yes, totally. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, But have you seen Rear Window? No. Oh, Daniel, Rear Window. But I don't watch anything horror scary. It's not not that scary. It's Hitchcock, right? It's Hitchcock. It's one of Hitchcock's best pieces. It's unbelievable. Christy, Dan, back me up. You guys haven't seen this either, right? Okay. Okay. So, one. Your entire family could watch it because it's really not that scary. Okay. Number two, it's got Jimmy Stewart in it. And Raymond Burr is in this too. Raymond Burr. Okay, forget it. You guys, whatever. Um, So (laughs) the other thing that we had in there, of course, is it is the Power Rangers theme. And I think it's one of the most iconic, albeit... um, I I don't know. I, I have a soft spot for the Power Rangers in my heart because it is basically um ninja teenagers fighting um kaiju monsters from the 70s in big rubber suits which i love i absolutely think it's the greatest thing ever christy's dying she's she's ready to like lose her mind go ahead christy I have nothing to say. I've just never heard anyone talk so fervently <laughs> about Power Rangers. Well, I, I watched it with my kids. You can't help, like, when that theme song hit, like, you knew it was coming. Like, yeah. And yeah. then I changed the channel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, growing up in the 90s, Power Rangers coming on meant that the good cartoons and TV shows were done. And so oh, it was time you, you were it time to, to change the else. channel from Fox to the after school special for Daniel, right? Well, no, the time, time was over. It was time to go play Dungeons and, it was time to go play Dungeons <laughs> yeah, and Dragons. Of course, big giant nerd yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, like the X, the nineties X Men cartoon was in that same block for the longest time, and that it's gold. Yeah. So once once that was done, and then the Tick, the Tick was in that block. I love the Tick. Oh my God! The cartoon tick is is just now, the best. Now best. Abby has has uh, shared her disdain of the Power Rangers, so I want to give her five minutes to to bash on them. Go ahead. Five minutes. Okay. So first of all, I wasn't much into the superhero thing when I was a kid, so it already didn't have my number. But I'll say this: when my niece was growing up, she was watching reruns of it, and I remember thinking. This has to be the dumbest show I've ever seen. A premise of superheroes who carry weapons, guns, and then use the guns to hit people to defend themselves and to fight off the monsters. 
I never saw a Power Ranger shoot a gun, and if they did, it never made any difference. They were always kicking or hitting or chasing or jumping or doing some other useless, pointless thing. And I was like, you have guns. Why give them guns? Why didn't they give them big sticks or nets or fire or magic animals? Anything else? They did have magic animals. They had plenty of magic animals. (laughs) They were called Megazors. I'm now picturing them. Or were they hitting the monsters with those? (laughs) For for those guys who are listening, Scott is right now YouTubing Power Rangers and guns. Yeah. Yeah. And they never used them except to hit people. What was the point? (laughs) That was no. They 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 shot at people. I can't abide it. They shot at people. If you're they had power weapons, swords, and all sorts of stuff. I know because I had dropped several, several hundreds of dollars on them for my kid. Oh, for sure, no. right? No. <laughs> did did you mean for your kid with quotation marks? Yeah, like, for, sure. for, my, for my kid. And why were their suits so shiny? They look like they're about to go race on a thoroughbred. It's a bit much. That is a great point. Yeah, look at none of yeah. these are shooting weapons. There, There is a sigh. There's a sword. There's an axe. They also axe, look a, a little bow. confused by their weapons. <laughs> I mean, you can't see their facial expressions, but just like they're like the head, the head tilt. Head tilt. I'm picturing some furrowed brows. Well, yeah. I just yeah. okay. Well, they know how to twist their weapons, see, and do the pose. They got that down. Look at that, see. Oh, and they toss that side. A kid in a Halloween costume, you'd never know the difference. You could put a kid in a Halloween costume and say, just wave it around. That's what they're They're really great for for (laughs) cosplay. Oh, see, they threw their weapons. See? Look it. You were wrong, ma'am. You take it back and you say you're sorry. Right there. I won't. (laughs) I won't. That didn't help. You won. It didn't help. Oh, help. here's like, okay. I thought it was great. Other, okay. And then Daniel and I were talking about um, the uh, Japanese Spider-Man, which I don't, which yeah. I don't believe that that you fine ladies have seen, which is a, which is a shame. Can't say. You want to talk a little bit about Japanese Spider-Man? Yes, um, I have not seen much of Japanese Spider-Man, you, which is a shame. Idea... That's why you have to do your work in a closet. Ooh! Wow! Wow! In with the punches! I know, right? Uh, we've obviously hit a nerve. <laughs> good. We've obviously hit a nerve. So what? What was it like? Did they have like? How did you know what they were saying in in Japanese Spider Man? You didn't need to know. Or, you didn't need. No, to you know. didn't need to know. Oh look, he's got a zipper on it. <laughs> Yeah, so Spider He looks confused too. <laughs> Look at that. Can I can jump a foot off the air and do a flip. It's awesome. But the best part about Japanese you know, Spider-Man is he had a mech. He did. He did have a giant fighting machine, which from my understanding is the show that started the giant like Japanese fighting robots in a TV show at least. So, the Power Rangers, which you so love, have their birthplace with Spider-Man. Why am I not surprised? And he had a he had a groovy <laughs> car too. He had the Spider-Mobile. 
where you drove around in the spider drove around the spider mobile. And by the way, the only reason that that even happened is because Marvel was like out of money in the seventies, so they sold their a lot of rights to people, which is sad. Christie's about ready to just die of laughter or embarrassment. I'm not quite sure. I'm not either. <laughs> she has nothing to say. <laughs> I'm okay. overwhelmed by You're overwhelmed Japanese, by Japanese oh, man. Spider-Man. Japanese Spider-Man is the is the bomb. Like go out and check out Japanese Spider-Man. It's pretty terrible. Abby, you think the Power Rangers are terrible? You got to watch Japanese Spider-Man. Worst pitch ever, Scott. <laughs> but I'll say yeah. I'm always impressed with with how much space you have in your heart for things that are, that are other dumb. people can't abide for. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it is impressive how much space you have in your heart for things that are dumb. That's that's amazing. It, it's it's true. Well, it's kind of like all right. There's a there's a movie on Netflix. To change the subject for five minutes here, have I, any of us watched The Ice Road on Netflix? No. With, Is this where they drive like big trucks across frozen tundra? Yeah, I remember it's when a, they try not to fall into rivers. Yeah, well, that was a great show. The Ice Road Truckers was a great show. That was actually great. This movie, not so much. It's got Liam Neeson in it, who has a particular <laughs> set of skills. And... <laughs> One of them we find out is driving big trucks over ice. Um, And this movie is really bad. I mean, it's really bad. But for some reason, because it's so bad, we actually had a good time watching it. It was so bad, it was good. (laughs) What happened to Liam Neeson? He has talent, right? No, I don't think he ever had talent. I I don't. (laughs) Oh, that's... That's awful. Rob Roy is fantastic. That, how old is that movie? It's, it's a, a good, at least a decade, decade old, right? Oh, more like 20. I was going to say 20 years old. That movie is really good. And then oh. the first Taken was good, and the rest of them, mm-hmm. if you watch sure. those, like, he's not in shape to climb over a fence in like 30 seconds, like, he does in the movie, so it's all these jump cuts. Have you seen that? It's like cut, 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 cut. He's over the fence. <laughs> Where otherwise he would look like me climbing over the fence. It's like, oh, oh, I'll be over in a minute. Um, give me, you know, chink, 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 chink. So yeah, he's so not bad, like Japanese Spider Man. <laughs> Japanese Spider Man. end up on the other side of the wall. He would, he would jump up a foot in the air and into the magic of TV beyond the other side. Right, Daniel son? It's it, mm. <laughs> Okay. All right. We'll, we'll... Yeah. No, there's 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 a lot of TV magic that has to happen to uh keep a lot of movie stars uh employed starring alive. movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, alive. Like what is it? Um what's his name? Tom Cruise yes. is like 60. Yes. And and he does all his own stunts. I just don't understand like what the what the giant appeal is like with like getting like fifty and sixty year old people to like become like action movie stars. Like that's I think that's the trap Liam Neeson is falling into. Like Liam Neeson is I think I feel in my heart of hearts is a good actor. He was good in Star Wars. 
I mean, he didn't have to do it. There you go. was the best part of Star Wars. He was. Uh, episode the, the episode one. See? You, Christy knows her audience. She does. Well done, Very Christy. Yeah, I was going to say love actually, and <laughs> then I was like, mm, Star Wars is probably better. <laughs> the, the learning geeks are all plotting for you right now. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't good. like any of the other things you've talked you about, but I Scott. love Star Wars. <laughs> I got something, Scott. This, this, this is for you. Uh, Liam Neeson in the Star Wars trilogy is a Sith. But a good guy. I'll just drop that. How just think how about you, it. How is now he I have a, to go back and rewatch How these. is he a Sith but a good guy? Okay. Because nobody ever says that the Sith have to be bad guys. It's the dark side, it's powered and fueled by emotion. And all throughout the first movie, Liam Neeson's character, Qui-Gon Jinn, is doing all this stuff on emotion. We have to go here. We have to get this kid. We've got to take him away. We have to do this. Because it's the, the prophecy, and it's all dealing in absolutes and emotions, which, according to the rules of the trilogy, makes him a Sith. Now, I think he's still a good guy. Not only that, we're going to get super nerdy meta. His teacher is the guy who would become Count Dooku. So, already a Sith, who became a Sith to do good things, got lost along the way. Uh, but that is, yeah, Qui-Gon Jinn, and you good think- guy Sith. You think that's why Dooku passed on him because he wasn't evil, just a Sith? I think he would. I think Dooku trained him, and then Dooku got lost in his own journey. Wow, we are way off base for this, <laughs> this after show. I love this. Uh, got lost in his own journey, and then that kind of left basically Qui Gon Jinn to get picked up by Yoda, who probably picked him up because he's like everyone's kind of like, "What's going on with Dooku over there?" I don't know. Let me go talk to his apprentice and make sure he hasn't gone like. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot, and uh, I was like, "No, nah, he seems all right. He seems he seems like a good guy, but you know, like never could make his way to the council because he was too headstrong, too emotional." I think he was a Sith. You know what I think? Hmm. What you got? Here's what I think, Daniel. Did, did I need to find a new podcast next week? <laughs> 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 no, 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 no. I think the I think the Power Rangers could kick their ass. How's that? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! That's like a whole other podcast topic altogether. Yeah, yeah. Where is it? Oh, or or uh, this is the other thing I think about that right here. I'm so afraid. Uh, don't play too much of that. You want to get us sued by Disney? What are you doing? <laughs> For the audience at home, Scott is like beaming, by the way, behind yes. this. He's enjoying it way too much. Right? <laughs> oh, come on. The Star and Wars Disney dogs. will sue us. For what? Because <laughs> they don't own the rights to Anything. dogs singing the For Imperial <laughs> March. Listen, they've already sued those dogs. <laughs> those dogs don't even have dog houses anymore. <laughs> All right, to wrap this thing up, round the horn, Guilty Pleasures, Christy Loudon, Guilty Pleasure, TV show, go. Oh, man. The dumber, the better. That's all I'm saying. Well, I mean, I don't know. I like dumb movies, but I mean, Seinfeld, Seinfeld isn't dumb. Seinfeld's amazing, but that's my like 
all-time favorite TV Did show. you like the ending, the last uh, episode of Seinfeld? Oh my gosh, I can't even remember. It's been a long time. Oh. I know. All right, I that was Christy Lawton, everybody. No longer a friend of the show. <laughs> no, I nice love that here. episode. It was, a, it was a great episode. I, a lot of people hated it. I loved it. It was great. That's where they got... Um, Oh, the person they were making fun of died too. The, the they had that uh, overweight man. They were making fun of him. They were put on trial for shaming. Yep, and Scott, do you remember? Because I know the episode. Do you remember the callback to the very first episode that was made in the last episode? Oh, God, I can't remember. Now I can't remember. It's the button that's in the wrong spot. Oh. That's in the no man's land. Oh. That was in the first episode and the last. George is wearing a shirt with a button in the wrong spot. No super you. <laughs> we had a dog named Cosmo Kramer. There you go. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just amazed at how fast he gave up on the on the bet. That's all I'm saying. Or the wager. <laughs> the wager. Daniel. Uh my guilty pleasure is I have two. Japanese um, that are horrible. Japanese Spider Man's number one. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Obviously. Obviously. Okay, so maybe three. Yeah. Um, I usually despise reality TV. It's like lowest rung. Uh, however, Forged in Fire is this show where they get a bunch yes. of like blacksmiths to like make stuff. I am sure there is some producer out there who was like, I'm going to get a bunch of big, hairy, burly dudes, give them a bunch of weapons and fire, and this is going to be it. This is going to make my career. This is going to be... Gold. They're gonna yell at each other. They're gonna scream. But it is like the show filled with like the nicest people. This side of like the Great British Bake Off. Like everybody is always so nice and kind. Like they'll be like working in the round, and like there's some dude who's yelling like, "You have three hours remaining." And dude will be like, "Hey man, I really like that weld. That canister weld looks really good. Oh, thank you. I'm working on a Damascus build. What do you think? Oh, I like that. Hey, you might want to bring your heat up a little bit just to make sure it holds. Yeah, you think?" Yeah, I have some experience with you. Should probably try that. Like, oh, cool, thanks. Hey, man, I really like that handle you're building. What's your What's your plan there? Oh, it's just some micarta. You know, I'm thinking I'm gonna like really try to bring that the feel of it. Oh, that's really great. And like, so they have to like always find ways to like engineer drama. And my favorite is is it was like early on, and it shows this one dude just like put his hammers down, and he just storms off towards the back of the room. And it shows all the judges going like, oh, is he all right? I wonder what's wrong. Somebody should go check on him. So, of course, the host like comes running up to him. And then they go to a commercial break. And then they come back. And they're like, yeah, what's going on, man? What's going on? Uh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I got to I gotta use the restroom. Uh, it's really, really hot in here. And so I can just see some like producer pulling his hair out. Like, why aren't you fighting each other? Why aren't you yelling? I'm literally putting weapons in your hand to make you make weapons. And everybody is so nice, and I love it. It's just like the perfect anti, uh, like reality show. I watch it with my wife and my daughter, and we all laugh and chortle how every how nice everyone is. Uh, like I've never seen anybody lose and like be angry or be like it isn't fair. Every time like somebody loses, they'll they'll do the after interview and they're like, well, you know, I just didn't really give it my all. Like I, I I'm not I'm not ashamed of what what I gave. I thought it was really good, but. No, the other guy just did better. I really hope I wish the best for him. That's like the <laughs> end of every episode. If you have never seen this show, I've completely spoiled every episode for like eight seasons, I think now. So I apologize. So every reason to watch it then. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It. I okay. love it. Abby, uh, other than Power Rangers. <laughs> uh, right. So 
Unlike Dan, I do like reality TV. I, I feel no shame in saying that. So I love Real Housewives, mostly Orange County and Beverly Hills. Those are my two faves. Love them a lot. But my absolute favorite thing to do is to curl up in PJs with a great snack and watch um, Naked and Afraid and laugh my ass off that these people are willing to go out in the middle of nowhere and be absolutely tortured for no reason. Because there's no reward. There's no reason for them to do it. I think they all need psychiatric help, but I enjoy the show. (laughs) They all get really weird diseases, too. Like, they come back and they're... Ears are oh, falling vicious. off and everything. It's just <laughs> like, what did you guys do? Guys, watch it. <laughs> they don't win any. I don't There's know why no people do it. I thought they won money. They didn't win any money. Nothing. They win nothing. Well, nothing. They won money also. Because why else? No, would that's do that? that's Survivor. Yeah, Survivor. That makes sense. So Not wait, wait, people. wait, wait, wait. So somebody finds these people and says, "Hey, one, do you want to be on TV? Two, do you mind doing it naked?" Right. And, and what if we gave you no food? Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. It makes sense. That's, that's how the producers are making sure that they get, you know, quality reality TV folks. Like anybody yeah. who says yes to those questions. Okay, great. We're going to put you on TV. People will definitely watch you. I yeah. just think somebody's so. job is to be the person who blurs out everything in that show. Like they just have to sit there. <laughs> And blur things out for however long that show is. Like that's fantastic yeah. job, really. <laughs> Abby, you gotta you gotta watch Ninety Day Fiance if you want real garbage TV. Oh, God. oh that's what my sister's been telling me, Lord. Why I've already heard have it. you not? Christie's watched this show. No, I haven't. I've seen the commercial. I, reality TV makes my blood pressure go up. I'm like, oh. Oh my God, there's so many like ridiculous people. I can't handle it. It makes me crazy. Yeah. But you feel great about yourself. I, I don't so feel so great about the world. So I'm like, no. oh no, these people <laughs> exist in real life. This can be good. <laughs> I look at my Shatters wife. There's my hope. <laughs> after that show and go, I am so blessed I married you. You are not that dumb. You are not <laughs> dumb like these people. They are just dumb. I love you. You're the best. She is. She is the best. So at any rate, all right, that's it for our very first after show. Thanks everybody for putting up for, uh, with us, uh, in the interest of my bedtime, um, we're going to let you go. Uh, my name's Scott. I'm Dan. I'm Abby. I'm Christy. And we all love the Power Rangers. So we're out. No! Thanks for listening to the Fabulous Learning Nerds. You know, there are a lot of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention. Meet with teachers. Make up work. 
get physical exercise, and try new enrichment of offerings. If you're if you're thinking of giving it a try, if you're thinking of giving it a try, check out My Flex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE.